0: Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined with a new guest today, Dr. Jackie Black. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um... I want to, you know, it's your first time on, so why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background information about who you are and uh, what you do.
1: Thanks so much. Um, I came out of a corporate environment. I managed high rise office buildings for pension funds and uh, through a confluence of events found myself uh, getting my PhD and becoming a therapist. And uh, over time, I learned more and more about the coaching world and uh, reinvented myself in 1999 as a coach. And I work with singles who are serious about building committed relationships, and pre-married, newly married, and long-time married couples. Our relationships are so important in our lives, and there's so little good information and solid skills that are taught for relationships. And so that's really my focus.
0: Okay, and I mean, you're all over the place, too. I mean, you're frequently cited in Cosmo, Maxim, Women's Health Magazine, Men's Health Magazine and obviously uh, Hitched. Um, so, and you have your own podcast as well, don't you?
1: I do, yes. Uh-huh. It's a relationship talk podcast.
0: Okay. So to get things going here for uh, the, the first one with us, um, we're going to talk about uh, making a good marriage even better, um, which is really important.
1: It's my favorite thing to talk about. (laughs) Uh,
0: So what are the reasons so many highly successful people have dismal love relationships?
1: People don't understand that building a relationship as is as intentional as building a business. If you're in business, you have a vision for your business. You have a business plan. You have a mission statement. You really know you have, with deliberate intention, planned where you are and where you're going. People don't do that in relationships. So it's one of the reasons that I love working with successful people because they already understand success. And they have all of the skills and tools that they simply translate and apply to relationships. You know, Love is not enough.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say that, uh, I, you know, I think that's a really great analogy of tying in the business and how people have a plan for business success, but they don't do the same for their mm-hmm. personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- my wife and I actually have literally written down a set of goals that we want to accomplish and they're not, you know, they're not like all financial or anything. Some of them are just like really fun things to do. Like we want to visit this place before this year. And so we definitely have built our own little roadmap. And uh, then we put into action how we want to accomplish those things. Good
1: job. That, that is so important. And it's a building block to sustained intimacy as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what are, I mean, what are the top three things that can help couples put that spark back into the relationships and marriages?
1: There are four important times of every day when you get up in the morning, when you open your eyes in the morning, when you leave the house, uh, when you come back into the house, uh, or from into, from your office if people are working at home, and when you go to sleep. Those are four critical moments and couples need to connect for a moment. That's why we call them critical moments. And it's a look, it can be a touch, it can be a hug, a quick embrace, but that we very intentionally um, connect to each other four times a day. Okay. That's number one. Um, number two is caring behaviors. You know, we, we like, we feel loved differently. So you might do a behavior that is the most loving behavior that you could ever possibly extend to me. And if I don't recognize it or it doesn't match my CEQ, my complex equivalent for being loved, I'm going to miss it. So what couples want to do is interview each other and make sure that they really understand what the other person, what their partner really needs to feel loved and valued and treasured. So caring behaviors, and I suggest that people engage in caring behaviors at least five or six or seven times a week. And again, these are moments, these are behaviors. Nothing takes a long time and it's not expensive, but it's a combination of ongoing, consistent behaviors and connections, times to connect. And the third one is that people should take turns creating, initiating intimacy, not necessarily sex, but Mm -hmm. intimacy, quiet time to be close. And the reason it's important to take turns, often in relationships, one person is better at initiating than the other. One person may be a little uh, more reticent than the other, but both people need to experience um, the other's contribution, the other's deliberate, intentional participation.
0: Okay. And one of the things that you advocate is uh, more marriage success skills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) What what kind of skills are you talking about?
1: Well, you know, love, love is not enough. And so we build a structure when we're married, and people have legitimate needs. So I want people to really understand what their needs are and what their partner's legitimate needs are. Sometimes we can meet our own needs, and sometimes we really do need something from somebody else. There's a big problem with with people misunderstanding legitimate needs and neediness, Mm -hmm. right? So we have legitimate needs and sometimes we need other people to meet our needs. So we have to get good about identifying our needs, languaging them, and then finding our courage to ask for what we need and want. Listening. Most people are really terrible at listening. Uh-huh. I developed a model for men, actually. There are only three things you need to listen for when you're in a relationship. One is for feelings, empathic connection. One is to problem solve. And the other way to listen is for information or to share thoughts and ideas.
0: Okay.
1: So listening is really important. Crafting elegant agreements. Relationships are built on commitments and agreements. We have to know what we can reasonably expect from you, and you need to be able to know what you can reasonably expect from us. So commitments and agreements. So we have to craft agreements. We have to craft them with escape clauses. So I can come back to the table and say, Steve, you know that thing that I committed to? I noticed that I'm having trouble honoring that commitment. I need to talk about it again and create a different commitment.
0: Okay. That, you know, that's, again, that, that sounds like what people do all the time in the rest of their lives, but just something they don't apply to their marriages and relationships.
1: That's exactly correct. Uh, there's one that I love. It's repairing hurt feelings. If you ask the average couple what happens at the end of the fight, they can't tell you. Mm-hmm. And fighting and arguing is normal. I'm not talking about violence, sure. but I'm really talking, I am talking about being disappointed, being displeased, vigorously disagreeing about something Um, it's normal how you fight is very important but how you repair hurt feelings is essential when you get to the end place there has to be a mechanism and there is I've created a strategy to repair hurt feelings so people can be in the next moment of their life as quickly as possible
0: okay I mean, are men interested in gaining these skills? I mean, so many times you hear about relationship stuff and it's a, a lot of it is focused on women and, and them working on things. Um, what about men and, you know, when men do get involved, it's always to fix the problem rather than understanding it or working on underlying issues sort of thing.
1: Right. When men want to fix a problem, it comes from their deepest place of caring and wanting to do something. And women misunderstand that because they want their feelings turned. So as soon as men are really able to learn how to listen to feelings, then the fix-it part has a place. Women love that. And I tell women to stop complaining about men fixing it because the truth is we love it. Mm-hmm. But well, it's hard to appreciate it if it is in advance of having our feelings heard. So when men learn how to make that emotional connection, that empathic connection, and I'll tell you, I developed this. I was lecturing one night, and a man stood up, and he said, Excuse me, excuse me, Dr. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I love everything you're saying. I don't know how to do this. If you can teach me how to listen, I'm down with this. I'm, I'm ready to do it. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, it makes so much sense. I didn't have a clue that we didn't really have a skill set that we could say, do this, this, and this. This is the reason that you do that. This is how you achieve, right? I mean, it makes so much sense, doesn't it?
0: Sure, it absolutely does.
1: So when when there's a structure that makes sense for men, and when things are skill-driven, mm-hmm. And this is a third piece, and it's really key. When there are no more marathon conversations, okay. right, men show up eagerly. Why? Because men love their wives. They want to have good relationships just as much as women do. Uh-huh. And um, when, when they're presented with something that really makes sense, when they're learning something they can apply we make it operational so they can use it when they walk out the door or hang up the phone and they know that no conversation is going to last longer than six minutes they're, they're totally on board
0: yeah you know it's I, i'm glad to hear you say all that stuff too about how men really care about the relationships because that's one of the thing with hitched is we don't try to be gender biased and how we approach topics we want to you know because marriage is a two-part street or two-way street and i got to tell you, we get tons of emails every day, and I would say just as much, if not sometimes more, coming from men than women. Because I feel like a lot of times people ignore that gender when it comes to relationships. So I'm... Yes,
1: completely. And there's a lot of misunderstandings mm-hmm. about, about men. And there's a, there are a lot of assumptions that are wrong, they're just patently false. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of my work is to to really bring them back together as as peers, as equals, and as partners. Because you're absolutely right, I can't be in a relationship without my partner, and my partner is fully invested, yeah. and I am fully invested.
0: I mean, do men and women deal with conflict and challenges differently?
1: Um, They do because, again, men tend to be a little more concrete about it and a little more about what's the problem, let's fix it, which is good. See, I think that's a strength. Uh And when they can do that and create a structure of listening to feelings and allow women to have that peace when they really feel heard, that's the reason that we go on and on and on in marathon conversations. Women go on because they don't feel heard. If they feel heard in the first 30 or 45 seconds of a conversation, they don't need a marathon conversation. But all of that is in an effort to have their feelings heard. Okay. So if you come to a conversation and you do that first, then you can get to the problem-solving piece and on to the rest of your, your life very, very quickly. And not stay embroiled in the resentment and the sadness and the loss. You don't, you haven't, I need, you can't. It, it, it's, it's not where couples want to be
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jackie we're going to wrap it up so I want to thank you very much for your time and I think this was like out of the park for a first time doing this together so thank you so much oh
1: my pleasure thank you for the invitation Steve
0: absolutely um, for everybody else uh, you've been uh, listening to Dr. Jackie Black she's a relationship expert educator and coach and also the author of the best-selling date book Uh, Meeting Your Match, Cracking the Code to Successful Relationships, and she's also got some new books out there, Uh, 99 Things Couples Wish They Knew Before Money Killed Their Marriage, and that's scheduled for release in the fall, as well as People Talking, Cracking the Code to Excellent Communication, and that one is scheduled for release in late winter. Um, Finally, you can get more information from Dr. Jackie at her website, drjackieblack.com, as well as you can find her articles on hitchedmag.com. So once again, thank you very much for your time, Dr. Jackie. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay, take care, everybody.
1: Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires
0: married couples.